Welcome to Vitality Mindset Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osment, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. There are lots of great things that you can do to help your brain run faster and jump higher, but where in the world do you start? In episode 27, I'm going to tell you about three simple areas where you can take small steps and reap huge benefits in terms of brain power and mental fitness. This is information you're going to want. Thomas Edison said it well, the chief function of the body is to carry the brain around. Now, he apparently had his mental light bulb on when he came up with that bright idea, uh, because we all want to do the best to have a a really healthy brain. We want to banish brain fog. We want to think more clearly. We want to have sharper recall. And we want to retain more of the new things that we learn. But where in the heck do we begin? Um, Is the answer in a pill? Is it a special brain exercise? Um, Is it something you have to go buy? Is it some kind of stimulation? Uh, Maybe it's just genetics and there's nothing, you know, you can do about it. Well, I'm here to encourage you that um, you can start today with simple, inexpensive strategies, basically free almost, uh, to build a stronger brain. I consistently see patients and wellness coaching clients experience greater success when they just start with one area first. Uh, It's so much better to avoid getting overwhelmed and basically setting yourself up for failure. So, So think about just one area. Here's the three areas that I want to discuss today. Quality sleep, physical activity, and antioxidant foods. And there's going to be a little bit of a a different, you know, take on each one of these. So so start where you are. Start where you're comfortable with... um, with these three areas, because they all work together. You don't have to do everything at once. You know, for example, you know, when you're getting restorative sleep and rest, you're going to feel more like uh, having more physical movement. When you're moving, you're going to sleep better. And when you're well rested, it's easier to make uh, better food choices. And when you make better food choices, you're going to, you know, get more restful sleep because uh, you're going to be more tired, your gut's going to be working better because of your movement. You're going to be producing uh, good hormones that help you relax. So you can see how this is all a tapestry that's interwoven to give you more vitality and zest for life. Uh, start with just one of these three areas. These are things that are easily overlooked when it comes to to mental fitness. Now remember, relationships are the basis of wanting a better brain. We want mental fitness to better savor the the joys and the gifts in our life. And those gifts are relationships. That these bodies are merely our relationship vehicles. We want to nurture the relationships in our lives. And having a well-functioning brain is absolutely part of that. Uh, Our bodies are going to age. They're going to have a more maintenance requirements the longer we use them. I mean, just like a car, you know, or a truck or any kind of vehicle. But we can't slow the aging process uh, down. We can't stop it. I think the whole anti-aging uh, verbiage is a little bit misleading. I mean, even my fellowship where I 
learned so many good things about functional medicine, was called the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. But I think more accurately, we just want to slow it down at whatever age we are. Even if you're in your 30s, this is important. So accept the fact that um, being intentional is in a few key areas, is is really part of enjoying life to the fullest. Some of the most joyless people that I've ever seen are those who are terrified of looking older or of getting older uh, or who think that nurturing vitality has to be a big chore. I mean, every single stage of life uh, is to be enthusiastically embraced and intentionality is the key. Unfortunately, too many people trudge through life, uh, accept negative outcomes, and are falsely thinking that there is nothing they can do about that. That's often observed to be normal. Normal is defined as the usual or the regular pattern. And the usual and regular pattern is typically not good. I mean, consider what normal is is in our world. It's dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated, overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, and totally stressed out. I mean, sadly, uh, being intentional about life is not normal. Uh, it's normal person brimming with vitality, probably not. So a better brain, um, increased mental fitness requires a vitality mindset of intentionality. So here we go on these three areas, quality sleep, physical activity, and antioxidant foods. So let's start with some simple um, sleep strategies. First of all, how does sleep impact your brain? We hear a lot about our body's lymphatic system. So the lymphatic system is this large network of lymph vessels, lymph nodes, and lymphoid tissue that uh, runs throughout the body. It's part of the immune system. The lymphatic system helps manage fluid levels in the body uh, by draining fluid that has leaked from blood vessels. And it puts that fluid back into the bloodstream via the lymph nodes. So for a long time, uh, neuroscientists thought that there was no lymphatic system in the brain. They thought this was just a, a neck down phenomena. But but now we know differently. We know that throughout the brain, there's a what they initially termed a pseudo lymphatic vascular network that's responsible for replenishing um, the, as well as cleansing the brain. It sort of does the same thing in the brain. It puts um, the fluid back where it needs to be. Now, this was just discovered in 2012, and they've named this uh, waste clearance system the glymphatic system. That's, you know, G-L-Y-M phatic system, which, which stands for the glial-dependent lymphatic transport uh, system. And it, it's, uh, it removes uh, harmful metabolic waste from the brain. So this is a relatively new discovery. And scientists are finding that this vascular network also uh, does other things. It helps supply the brain with nutrients also. Uh, and guess what? Um, the vast majority of waste clearance occurs during sleep. Another piece of good news is that lifestyle choices greatly affect this glymphatic clearance. Uh, lots of lifestyle areas that um, improve the glymphatic system 
uh, are easy to do also, but sleep is one of the primary drivers of of this uh, waist clearance. So here are a few tips for getting a better night's sleep. Be sure to relax before you're ready to go to sleep. Uh, you know, start turning down the lights and get away from your computer and start, you know, sort of gearing down. Your body needs a chance to um, slow down before you can actually uh, find sleep. So, you know, before electricity and the light bulb, people slept an average of nine hours a night. There just wasn't as much to do as there is now. Uh, you might play some relaxing music uh, while you're taking an Epsom salts bath, you know, and avoid difficult conversations at bedtime. You know, that can that can be a tough one. That's when they seem to come up. Uh, journaling helps. It's a great de-stressor uh, to write out what is on your mind. The key is to be intentional and know that sleep matters. You might feel like you're sort of, uh, you know, bulletproof, young and don't need much sleep. That's how I felt. But but it's super important. You have to have a plan. It's not going to just happen unless you're intentional. You're not being lazy when you let yourself relax, forget about the worries of the world, and just go into sweet, restful sleep. Now, I'm going to post on my website more sleep strategies. You can just go to uh, com and go to resources and find uh, a free uh, download. That's uh, D-R-D-E-B-B-I-E-O-Z-M-E-N-T dot com. Okay, the second area, a simple area that will help you have uh, a better brain is physical activity. Now, physical activity has been central in the life of humans for all of our history. It's only in a recent history that we've had to try to be active. It's only in a recent history that there's been all of this exercise equipment. I mean, we have, uh, but we have so many labor-saving devices that cause us to need to be intentional about moving. I mean, think about cars, washing machines, you know, riding lawnmowers. I mean, I'm sure you just think of all kinds of things that um, that save time. I mean, I can't imagine hearing my grandparents, who were farmers, say that they needed more exercise. I mean, they got up before dawn and worked their booties off, you know, just trying to feed their family and stay alive. And that's just been how most of the world has lived for most of human history. So uh, it's really sort of a a new problem that we need to think about uh, in terms of trying to move more. But our brains actually depend on it. The health consequences of a sedentary lifestyle are quite clear. I mean, we can see it all around us with these chronic inflammatory disease. You've probably heard that setting is the new smoking. It's literally killing people very slowly. And and it's affecting our brain power. But there's good news. We're always going to look at the bright side here on Vitality Mindset Made Simple. And physical activity, even a little physical activity, does so many good things for the brain. I mean, it can induce... Uh, what is called epigenetic modification, uh, which, in other words, physical activity actually modifies gene expression. If you want to know about epigenetics, tune in to episode one of Vitality Mindset Made Simple. Uh, It's called The Good News of Genetics. And in that episode, I talked about how positive lifestyle habits actually uh, modify your genetic expression. So a lot of times we think, oh, it runs in our family, nothing we can do about it. But we're finding out there's a heck of a lot we can do about it. And interestingly, physical activity uh, has been proven to even have uh, 
heritable metabolic outcomes. So this means that if you're physically active, then your children will inherit better metabolic health. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Um, And then physical activity, of course, we're talking about the brain today has been scientifically proven to delay brain aging. And, you know, science shows that, unfortunately, brain aging starts pretty young. It's not like it starts at at 80. I mean, it's it, it can start um, in the 30s for some people in terms of just memory. Uh, but it all and it also de- delays, you know, other chronic inflammatory diseases that also uh, affect memory. So, you know, we don't really need a big study for that. Uh, uh, you see it every day uh, in the people around you. I mean, physical activity improves memory and all the cognitive processes. It also has a wonderful analgesic and antidepressive effect. Uh, movement really just induces a sense of well-being, and it reinforces the you know the ancient principle of sound mind, sound body. So one of the most amazing things that uh, physical activity does for the brain is to bolster brain plasticity. Brain plasticity is the brain's capacity to adapt to ever-changing conditions and to learn new things. Uh, Physical activity actually enhances the ability of the neurons, the brain cells, to strengthen their connections in response to uh, stimuli, external and internal things that are happening. Now, this is, of course, you know, the basis of of learning and of memory. So, so then how do we live? How do we, how do we harness uh, this? Start off by assessing your current level of physical activity. Uh, I think it's really important to think of physical activity in terms of Goldilocks. Remember, you want um, not too much, not too little, just right. You know, find something that you love. You don't want your your physical activity, your exercise, to become stressful. People that over exercise uh, can do damage, not as much, but it also can be. Um, deleterious to exercise too much. So you want it to be uh, just in the happy spot. The key message uh, for this episode is that know that it matters for your brain. If you want your brain to work optimally, you have to stay physically active and you're just going to have a better life. You're going to have way more fun um, and you're just going to feel better in every single way. Thirdly, I want to talk about antioxidant-rich foods in terms of mental fitness. Begin with real food. So, you know, bottom line, always begin with real food. Just like your car, just like your truck, um, your brain has specific fuel requirements. And, um, you know, these bodies of relationship vehicles need the fuel that we were designed for. Research has discovered that there are specific nutrients that greatly affect all cognitive processes, um, as well as emotions. So the nutrients in real food are, are like little building blocks uh, for hormones, um, for, for neurotransmitters, you know, all the things that the brain needs. Now, food is... Um, you know, more than just uh, energy. And now the medical community, your doctor's probably even recognizing that it has the ability to prevent and protect against diseases uh, much more than we ever knew. 
before. Food is powerful medicine. I want to talk specifically about omega-3 fatty acids in terms of brain fitness. Uh, you know, brain foods could be an entire series, but let's just concentrate on omega-3s today. Uh, they play a crucial role in the development of the entire nervous system, uh, as well as the function. Dietary consumption of omega-3 fatty acids is one of the very uh, mo- most highly studied interactions between food and mental fitness. Omega-3 fatty acids have the potential to positively influence brain plasticity, there we are with that word, brain plasticity again, um, or neurogenesis, like the formation of new brain cells, in at least two uh, distinct ways. First of all, uh, fatty acids are incorporated into the brain cell, into the neurons, so they're used for all the metabolic processes inside each little cell. Secondly, they've been shown to positively alter the outside of the cell, the membrane fluidity. In other words, they help the brain cells not only be more efficient at getting rid of their waste products and of, of absorbing nutrients, but they um, they help the neurons bind to other you know beneficial substances. So, so omega three fatty acids are huge for for your brain. Uh, Experiments indicate that even when people are on these for a few weeks, just a few weeks of what's called dietary intervention uh, with omega-3 fatty acids, they can uh, increase the number of new neurons in just that short time. And so new brain cells, wow, past the brain cells. I want more of those. Now, uh, interestingly, there has been, um, there've been several studies supporting the connection between omega-3 fatty acids and depressive disorders. So if you're suffering from anxiety, depression, omega-3 fatty acids are certainly the the place to start. I've seen this among my patients. I've seen them feel better when they incorporate more foods containing omega-3s or when they take a a quality omega-3 supplement. So what foods contain good amounts of omega-3 fatty acids? There are more, but I'm going to just give you a few. I think the first one is going to surprise you. Uh, grass-fed beef is um, high in omega-3s. I mean, you always think fish, and I'm going to get to fish, but uh, the beef is uh, has got to be free-range, free of chemicals, free of antibiotics. But when, when it's really just grown the old-fashioned way, it's high in omega-3s. Uh, also think about spinach. Think about navy beans, whole-grain mustard seeds. So get the mustard that has you know all the seedy stuff in it. Uh, wild rice is great. Eggs are great. Walnuts, anchovies. Uh, keep those anchovies on your pizza. Um, flax seeds, chia seeds, and of course, you know, cold water fish uh, is especially high in omega-3 fatty acids. Think about salmon and sardines. They're great sources. Now, when you eat fish, it's good to eat the smaller fish because smaller fish are less likely to have um, contaminants. Large fish bioaccumulate all kinds of uh, bad things, especially mercury. Which brings me to the point that if you take fish oil, make sure that it is IFOS certified. That's I-F-O-S. That stands for the International Fish Oil Standard. Now, this means that uh, this fish oil has been 
screened by uh, an independent and a transparent agency for purity, um, for toxins. I mean, they've looked for mercury. You really want to make sure that it's uh, fresh and not rancid. So if you want to support the podcast, you can order a high quality uh, fish oil at drdebbieosmond.com. Just uh, click on shop and then go to Whole Scripts. We take uh, Omega Mono Pure, uh, one of those every day. They're great. So Omega-3 fatty acids are good not only for mental fitness, but they're also good for your heart. They lower triglycerides. They reduce chronic inflammation. They help control blood sugar. I mean, those, those are just to name a few. You can think about people, you know, worldwide have pretty much lived by the ocean. So it makes a lot of sense that our bodies are designed for these omega-3 fatty acids. So in closing, remember, vitality takes intentionality, but being healthy does not need to be expensive, confusing, or no fun. Start with simple. Find activities you like. Find food that you enjoy and sleep without guilt. And remember what Tom said, the chief function of the body is to carry the brain around. Uh, You know, he was a smart guy. I mean, after all, he generally gets the credit for inventing the light bulb. I know there's some debate on that. And uh, what would we do without the light bulb? Well, we would probably sleep more if we didn't have the light bulb, but that's another story. So thank you for joining me today for episode 27 of Vitality Mindset Made Simple. Together, we are taking the stress out of being healthy. Now, in episode 28, I'm going to talk about unsolicited advice, both the getting it, getting of it and the giving of it, because it's all about relationships. And I hope you'll join me. We are now in 23 countries and 246 cities. Uh, thanks to you. Please share this podcast with just one person. Uh, keep on sharing. Keep subscribing. Thank you so much for listening. Blessings until next time.